situation. And like, don't carry yesterday into tomorrow. And don't carry today into yesterday. And so on and so forth. So the issue is, I think, the lens with which we view life as a joke. It kind of just gives you a view that's very narrow and clouded to me. But the view where life is meaningful does require a level of vulnerability that is very difficult for people who are not necessarily geared toward motivating and have positivity and things in their lives. But viewing life as being meaningful does give you the opportunity for growth and more of an open you know, mindset and mentality to opportunities. I guess I'm a mixture of both finding certain things in life to be a joke and others to have meaning. But, you know, I just I just thought, like, when I reflected on this question and stuff and I talked to my therapist and she was like, well, is life a joke? And I said, I don't know. I guess we'll find out in the podcast when I sit down to write the outline or whatever. And she laughed. But, you know, I just, I think that it's, it's both. It's a mixture of both to me. Um, some things in life are a complete and utter joke. And some things in life can be meaningful, but I think it, it all, everything reverts back and, and comes from your mindset and what you're choosing to have your mindset be for that day or that moment or in that situation. Like, um, a tree fell because we had a major thunderstorm or whatever and, and tornado stuff here. And a, a tree, a large tree branch fell on the fence. And, you know, somebody like people were like really upset and mad about it and then I was just kind of like I mean that's what hurricanes and tornadoes and thunderstorms do weather doesn't care weather weather always wins and I mean there's really nothing else you can do about it and to me like complaining and about it isn't going to help the situation it's just going to make your blood pressure go high so I was just kind of like okay well I guess you know that is what it is you got to continue on get hopefully the tree gets lifted off the fence or you know and they did they got the tree off the fence but I didn't really get upset about it because I'm just kind of like there's really nothing you can do about that things happen and you know it is what it is but there's some things you can change like let's say you know this job is a joke this job is stupid I hate it here blah 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 cool awesome are you going to come in for the next five years and say that this job is a joke and this job sucks and you hate it here? Or are you going to start looking for other jobs which requires you to do like a little bit more work and try to change it? See the difference? If life, if, if this is meaningless to you, then you need to try to find something that means something to you. Being indifferent, and I've said this before too, some people I would like, I'm around, it's just like, you think, like, being indifferent is a character trait. And I talk, call it a trauma response. Because if you're choosing to be indifferent toward a large amount of things, that means that you lack the ability to be attached to your emotions and your feelings anymore. Which means that you're escaping something to me. And, you know, I may be wrong. I am no doctor, so. But, yeah, I just feel like your mindset has to be the thing that changes first. And you have to really work on it every single moment of the day. And kind of reflect and understand. And the more you do it, the quicker you'll get at it. Because I'm one of those people where I didn't think that I could change my mindset. And here I am having changed it a lot. Like um, with some of the stuff I deal with. And I, I pat myself on the back and reward myself for those instances where I'm able to realize like, hey, past me would have been way different about the situation versus me now. So yeah, like I'm, I, I think that, you know, having having both parts 
of certain things are a joke in life and then certain things are meaningful in life is necessary to navigate it. Things that I'm happy for. I'm grateful to be in a the class that I had to add on for this semester. I'm actually going to, like happy because I'm actually going to use this information that I'm gain like gaining through it in my career. Hopefully, like I'm I'm excited about that because I'm actually doing things that you know I may need to know and be familiar with. So that's fun. The quote for this week is: "You don't have to be extreme, just consistent." And I may have read this one before. But I think it's necessary to understand that most successful people are just mediocre and consistent. And through that consistent mediocrity, they got lucky. And that luck was only afforded to them by the way of saying, of staying consistent and finding a level of meaning in what they were doing in order to maintain that consistency. You see how that like circles back around? Like, I'm mediocre, but I'm consistent which shows people that you're willing to put in some kind of effort and work to do something that you find meaning in to your life. But the only way you got lucky enough to gain the next advancement or opportunity was because you continued on. You've remained consistent in doing what you do. So yeah. Other than that, let's move on. For the next episode, it'll be reflection number two. But before I go, be sure to check out my Instagram at BCISMP on my personal Instagram and Twitch at R-E-A-P-A-M-S-O-W. And also, if you like to read, be sure to check out my books on Amazon titled Poems to Cry to in the Dark and Love Letters Never Sent to Myself and leave a five-star rating. All this info will also be in the show notes as well. Other than that, I don't have anything else. I'm glad you're still here. And I hope you have the day you deserve. Bye! Hello. This podcast is about what has followed in my life after losing my parents. As life goes on, growth happens to you whether you want it to or not, and who I am, bad or good, is strongly connected to the loss of them. Thank you, and enjoy. Hello, I'm back everyone. It's me, AJ, back with him because it's about my parents' podcast. And let's go ahead and jump right into the ABCs, AJ's Book Corner. And I'll be reading The Practical Meditation, Quietening Your Mind and Finding Serenity. Um, from It's a magazine, but it's like a magazine book thing they did. So, yeah. Alright. A house without a master is chaos. The power of self-regulation. Without self-awareness, we are powerless in the face of our thoughts and feelings. Meditation gives us the tools to make back, take back control of our mind and life. Imagine a big house with wonderful furniture and plenty of food and sources of entertainment. There is only one problem. The house has no master. Since there is no master, anyone is allowed to come in, stay for as long as they like, and do whatever they want inside. Some people might make a lot of noise, break furniture, or bully the other guests, but nobody can do anything about it. There is a list of house rules, but because there is no master to enforce them, the rules are not respected. They are essentially just the wish list. Waking up the master. 
All meditation practices are an exercise in awareness, attention, and self-regulation. They are essentially a wake-up call for the master of the house. The more awareness you have about what is happening in your mind at all times, the more you know, you will know yourself. Awareness is the quality of watchfulness of presence. It looks inside and knows what is going on in the mind and heart. It can discern which guests should be allowed to stay and which ones should be shown the door before they do too much damage. Under the all-seeing eyes of awareness, you are able to regulate yourself and your life much better. The house rules are respected, and once again, you feel like it's a good place to be. So the quote for this uh, page is, Be the master of your mind. Choose wisely where you place your attention. And I think it's really important to know that self-regulation is as strongest when the person who knows themselves is able to realize like I, I say this a lot and I talked about this a lot this week with other people it was weird um that sitting down with yourself is very difficult for people to do so much so that they don't like to do it and the reason they don't like to do that is because when you sit down with yourself and sit with yourself you start to realize I'm the problem. It's not the job. It's not the guy who cut me off. It's not my husband, my wife, my kids, my friends. It's me. And I'm the problem. And I'm also the only person who can change it. And when you're the master, as it says, the master of your own house... It's you're able to make those changes and view those thoughts and see, oh yeah, it's me. I'm the issue. So yeah, I think it's really important. Like self-regulation, I think I did a podcast previously about self-regulation, about how important it is. And some people lack it. And I think the more you try and work on it, anything you try and work on, hopefully you get better at But yeah, yeah. So what I'm currently listening to right now, I was listening to a video about switching concepts like computer stuff because it's from my class and I was trying to understand how like frames and packets travel it's nerd stuff it's fine but it's very confusing but I started to get it so I'm thankful for that um what I'm watching again I was just watching that video about packets about switching concepts and packet switching and stuff because I was working on notes as usual but let's go ahead and jump into what today's episode is and this is just basically the response to the previous uh episode for because I survived my parents which is reflection one and the question was and reflection was is life a joke and I had a week to reflect on this question and being the person that I am I like to try to see both sides. So there have, you know, been honest moments where life to me has been a complete joke. And I, like, to me before I started therapy, I looked at both of my parents dying as a complete and utter reason to treat life as both, of, of two, both, two extremes. An extreme joke and extremely meaningful. So the attitude behind treating life as an extreme joke goes like this. Like, the point of life is to suffer and die while I live it all. And why try it all? Why be successful if the ones you want to share it with are dead and so on and so forth and down the slippery slope of negativity and whatever else. And the thing with that is you're allowed to feel how you want to feel. But bear in mind that with the thinking I used to have, 
There's no room for change with that mindset. There's no growth in that mindset. You exist in that mindset and you have acceptance kind of, but you're accepting, you know, that you have no power to change anything that's happening to you. And, you know, bear in mind the decisions that we choose have consequences. The attitude behind treating life extremely meaningful in comparison to the example relating to my parents dying and me striving to make them proud, that would be what the other part of that would be. But in the mindset of striving to make your dead parents proud, you know, change exists, growth can exist, but the ability to fail becomes, to me, such a, at such a high cost because you have this mindset to not accept the failure when, in my case, I don't necessarily have the best of luck. So where's the medium, the, you know, the measurement that's more, you know, kind of even? And I find that it's important to feel emotion, to express your feelings in a way that is constructive and genuine to you. If today feels like it's like life is meaningless and a joke, fine, but see about how tomorrow is and be open to changing how you view tomorrow and be sure to give tomorrow new eyes that, you know, it's it's giving you a whole new day, but make sure you give tomorrow the same kind of thing back, you know, recipro- 